Let me see you put them up. Reach the sky, touch the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog. I'm Patrick Bedevi, your host of Valuetainment, and today we're going to talk about creating content. Yes, for you to create content and to brand yourself, there are different strategies that work with different people. I'm going to break it down in a way that applies to you. Number one, why create content? One of these is probably going to describe you. Let's go through it. First thing is influence. You want more influence. You want influence amongst your family, amongst your community, amongst your people you do business with, your peers. It doesn't matter. You're looking to have more influence. Number two, SEO purposes. Let me explain what I mean by this. Before I started creating content on Valuetainment, I used to just create content on our company's website to give it better SEO because an article would be shared. Then they would go on the company's website and they would say, oh my gosh, this is an interesting company. What do you do? Then I'd get a lead and somebody would contact me about wanting to do business with them. That's another reason to create content or it's personal. You have a website, you create content, it gets shared. People say, wow, who is this guy? Who is this gal? I want to get to know more. Then they go to the about you section. They read up on you and then they follow you on Twitter, follow you on Instagram, see the pictures you post. They send you a message and say, when can we get on a call together? That happens all the time. Number three, targeting keywords. You have certain set of keywords that have to do with your business on a daily basis. Real estate, finance, pharmaceutical, doctor, soccer mom, parenting, whatever it is that's the keywords you're specifically looking for, you want to target that. Number four, positioning. You want to be seen as an expert in your industry. So they see the content by you, this guy may be an expert. You want to have influence, you want to have a voice, you want to have credibility. Your purpose to create content may be purely positioning within your own industry. Five, fame. Maybe you want to be famous. Maybe for you it's like, look, honesty, I'll just be honest with you. I want to walk in the streets and I want people to know who I am. Cool, at least you're being honest about it. You want fame, that's another reason. Number six, money. You kind of want to create content, have some influence where all of a sudden you're getting sponsorships. You know, we got a call from Amazon. Amazon wants to do a sponsorship with Valuetainment. We may or may not be interested in the sponsorship, but they contacted us. This happens all the time. This may be a route that you want to go yourself. Next one, seven. Selfish, fun, prank. For you, it's like, I just want to have fun. So I want to create content. I want you to see the fun side of me. This is who I am, and I don't care whether you like it or not. This is kind of what I want to do. I like creating content. I'm having fun creating content. Honestly, it's brought me and my sister closer. It's brought me and my husband closer. It's brought me and my friends closer. I kind of like what I'm doing. And whether you like it or not, I really don't care. This is really who I am. I'm 17 years old. I want to draw this, and this is what we talk about. No problem. That's another one. Next one. Could be legacy. You're documenting your content because one day you wish your parents recorded you when you were four years old, and there's no content of you when you were four years old, and you're creating content. So one day... When you're not around, your kids, your grandkids can sit there and say, that's the grandpa, that's my grandma. What was she thinking about at this time? What was he thinking about at this time? How old was grandpa in here? How old was grandma in here when she wrote this? I wonder, let me see. Wow, she was 32 years old. What was she going through? Was mom born yet? That's the, by the way, we're not even experiencing that yet. We're not going to experience this for another 20, 30, 40 years until people start dying off and we're reading the content. That is so still early on that part of legacy and documenting. Next, it could be impact. You want to make an impact around the world. Next one is therapy. Let me explain what I mean by therapy. There are people that after creating content and they say, I'm a veteran. I was in the military. I got out. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you everything was good. I was going through PTSD because I went to Afghanistan and I saw people dying. My friend died in my arms. This was very difficult for me. I started drinking 
and I'm just sharing with you my pain, and this is therapeutic to me, and then all of a sudden, 80 other veterans say, I feel you, me too, then there's a community, and that works for that community, that could be the case for you. Next one could be internal, let me explain to you what I mean by internal, we use this a lot. Internal could be, you're creating content, you had a family reunion, okay? You put the video together, you create a channel for the Johnson reunion, and that channel creates content that's only for the Johnson family and all the videos are unlisted. It's only for the family to watch. And you share with the family. Or you're running a business, you're running an office, and you have you know, people that are at, uh, of other offices and you're trying to get a message to your technology, your engineers, and you say, hey, this is what's on my mind right now, pa 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 here's what I like to see everybody doing the company. And this goes to your 10, you know, independent folks that are working for you, your freelancers that's working for you. That's a complete different reason to create content that helps you increase the value of your company, your family, your relationship, your friends. You're doing a fantasy football. So you have an internal channel for your 20 friends that are doing fantasy football. You create content, John, I'm gonna kick your ass, I'm gonna do this. That's still creating content. Now, one of these you connect with. If you're connecting with one of them, your next question is going to be, okay, now what do I do? Now let's talk about the types of content for you to create. Here it is. Trending news. What happened today? Trump, business, sports, trending. Something that just took place today. Two, business, money, politics, education, philosophy, entertain, comedy, humor, technology, product review. Let me do a review on this new product. There are people that do product reviews that are doing Lego reviews. You know how I know that my kids watch those reviews on toys and they put them together, right? There's so many different things with product review. Vlog, family, how-to. Those are some of the types of content that you can create. Now A, TAP. Remember this acronym, TAP. Type, audience, platform. A, who's your audience? Niche, industry. It's only real estate. It's financial. It's sports. It's such and such. It's a niche, right? Who you're going to. Age, I'm looking for 16-year-olds, 25-year-olds, 40-year-olds married with kids, 55-year-olds getting closer to retirement, whatever it is. Age, demographic, certain demographic you're looking for. Women, men, single, married, divorced, widowed, a wife of a veteran who's serving in a military and she's by herself for 18 months while he's on... Whatever it is, it's a specific targeted demographic that you want to touch. Next, views. Maybe they share the same views as you. Politically, spiritually, philosophically. That's the interest that they may have is similar to yours. I'm watching NBA. Stephen A. Smith says something. I respond to Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith is wrong. He has no clue what he's talking about. Maybe it's hip-hop. Maybe it's a music world or certain area that you're talking to that's interest. Area, country. I'm mainly targeting London, UK. But for me, it's San Francisco. I'm out of the Houston area, so H-Town, right? I'm gonna go to specific areas that you're going for, right? And last but not least, language. You're doing these videos on Spanish right now. There's a channel called Valuetainment Russia. It's videos that is specifically for Russia. They take our videos on what I'm doing, and a translator translates the whole thing. If you were to go watch my interview with Michael Francis on the channel in Russian, it's an hour and seven minutes, all in Russian, going back and forth. But it's a language, and they decided to focus on Russia. I think the Valuetainment Russia channel has like 40,000 subscribers as of today. So what is that language you want to focus on? So type, audience, platform. Let's talk about platform. You, you got to realize that for everybody watching this, okay, I connect with a, a, a girl who is a professional bodybuilder. She's got an eight-pack. It doesn't even make any sense what she looks like. When I go do my physical, she takes my blood, and it's all these you know, people that are there, and they're all, you know, 
fitness and shape, all these things. I look at her. Her content is purely about fitness is what she's doing. Here's the point. If you got a face and you look incredibly good, you got to use it, okay? If you got a voice and you're a good communicator, you got to use it. If you got a body and you look good, maybe you use that because it's for fitness, right? If you're a great writer, you're very good. You got to use it. If you're good in front of the camera, you got to use it. But you got to know which one works for you, right? Now watch this. Name, face, body. One of those three works for you. You got a last name. Your last name, everybody knows. Use it. So now, platforms. Written, write a blog. LinkedIn or another blog. There's so many blogs for you to use. Pick. Insta. So you want to put a picture and you write something on, the Insta, uh, on Instagram. Audio, podcast. There's so many places right now to use for Podcasts and you're speaking, your thoughts, any of these things you're talking about, right? Podcasts. By the way, many of you don't know that Valuetainment is on iTunes. Just go to iTunes, type in Valuetainment, all our stuff. I think like 212 episodes as of today are on podcast. So some of you are driving, you want to listen to it in your car, click on a Valuetainment channel. You can subscribe, post some comments there, your reviews there, and actually listen to the stuff while you're working. We have a podcast as well. Video. YouTube, Facebook, Facebook wants to compete with YouTube, so does LinkedIn, Instagram, uh, uh, Snapchat, Twitch, for some people that are gamers, that's a completely different world, that's a niche as well, by the way, gamer here, the gamer world is Twitch, by the way, we have a Twitch channel, every once in a while, I get on there, I played backgammon the other day on, with Va Victor Ashkenazi, you would have watched me play the game with backgammon with Victor Ashkenazi, you would have watched a live on Twitch, you can follow us on Twitch Valuetainment, that's for gamers, our guys sometimes here at the home office, at the studio, they play FIFA, the new FIFA, and you're sitting them, listening to them talk smack, that's a complete way to create uh, content, so now, we've covered why to create content, type, audience, platform, now let's talk about rules, okay, and by the way, my rules are my rules. It doesn't mean they're your rules. I could be wrong. There's a lot of people that disagree with my rules, but these are my rules, and these are some things I want you to be thinking about. Number one, more content doesn't equal more influence. Let me say it again. More content doesn't necessarily equal more influence. Some people just want to put so much content out there. We were coming up, and we were studying other channels, and I thought this was the philosophy. And one of the channels had 4,000 videos on their YouTube channel in the business world. One of the biggest names, and it's a content creator, it's a brand. It's not even an individual, it's a company. And they had been creating content since YouTube first got started. I said, why do they only have two, 300,000 subscribers? They got 4,000 videos. Then I went and watched the videos, and I looked at it. 228 views, 193 views, 673 views, 498 views. Their last 50 videos, one of the videos had 10,000 views. And then I went to the beginning and I saw they had three videos that had a couple million views. So those few videos that got a couple million views that they posted five years ago is the reason why they have this many subscribers, not because of what they're doing today. So this whole strategy of let me just throw stuff up on the wall, you can't be doing that. Look, I, every single time we take more time to create content, it always shows on the numbers and the results. Every single time. If we take more time to create content, it always shows on the results, every single time. Just look at the different personalities on YouTube who get interviewed by different people and look at the viewership and the commentary below. Read the comments below and you'll be able to say, this person interviews deeper. This person, same subject, rules for money. This person, same subject, you know, mistakes I made as an entrepreneur. This person, same subject, but their views are higher. Why is it? 
deeper? What's going on here that's different? Or is it just, let me share with you how to go become a millionaire because guess what? The word millionaire does very well when I put it on a title. You gotta get deeper with the content you're creating. So right there, number two, control the narrative. If you don't talk about what you believe in, what your views are, who you are as an individual, the world is gonna control who you are because they'll tell everybody who you are. One of the biggest benefits today, I was watching an interview the other day on when they asked LeBron about him missing free throws because LeBron's been missing a lot of free throws and Stephen A. Smith came and said, LeBron is a career 73% free throw shooter, right? But 50% free throw shooter last five minutes of the game and when it comes down to the deciding game free throws, he's like 40%. And he says, LeBron's never been a big free throw shooter. Then his partner comes out and says, in today's social media world, you can't hide. You could in the 80s, you can't today. So when they asked LeBron, what do you think about your free throw shooting? He says, it's horrible. I gotta get back and practice. I have to get back and get at these free throws because I'm not good at it today. 30 years ago, he could get away with that. Today, he has to explain it because we're living in a world that if you don't control the narrative and talk about the things you're dealing with, somebody else is gonna control the narrative and talk about what you're dealing with. So you gotta share your views on what you're thinking about. One of the reasons why you ought to create content. Number three, find your one word that works for you and words that don't work for you. Let me explain. Get a sheet of paper, ask people who know you very well, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, mom, dad, brother, sister, anyone that knows you very, very well, your best friend who you hang out with knows you very well, who's not afraid of telling you the truth. And you ask him, when you think about me, what word comes to mind? What do you mean? What do I know a lot about? What am I passionate about? Movies, business, money, finance, skateboarding, sports. Tell me what it is. Da, 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 da. What can I go really deep in and then see a trend? And then see if that word matches your passion as well. If the word matches your passion, you go for it. For us, the one word was entrepreneur. Very simple. We went after that word and we became who we are today on Valuetainment. You go on YouTube, you type in the word entrepreneur, you'll see Valuetainment all over the place. Why? Because we wanted that as our word. And we learned what, believe it or not, we have a list. Just two days ago, I sat with these guys, and I'm saying, listen, says, oh, look at this word here. I said, this word on titles has never served us. We have a handful of words that have never served us when we create content. The excitement, the enthusiasm, the enthusiasm from the audience, it's never worked. Why? You have to know those words. We know both words on what works and what doesn't work. Number four, collaborate accordingly. Sometimes uh, we get people that say things like, well, why don't you collaborate with this guy? And why don't you collaborate with this guy? A lot of people we've spoken to, just so you know this. So it's not like we're, you know, are not reaching out, or not having conversations. Some of the ones we talk to, and it's just, maybe it's not the time right now to collaborate together. Maybe let's try to work on a bigger project together. So when it does happen, it's bigger. There are some people that I listen and I talk like, that's valuable, we get along no problem. And there are some people that say, I just don't know if we have similar philosophies and beliefs. Point. If you get too early and you start collaborating with anybody and everybody and you're part of a clique, you're officially part of that clique. Everybody sees you as being part of that clique. You have to know exactly what community you're okay being labeled with because once you collaborate, that's what happens, right? But once you realize, you know, I've tested, I've done some other stuff here, I kind of feel like this is the direction we're gonna be going to and this is what we wanna collaborate with, stay true that. And that leads me to the next point, do not prostitute your brand. A lot of people prostitute their brand. You know, we got so many offers from people that said, we'll pay you $100,000, we want you to say this. We'll pay you $200,000, we want you to say this. 
And we always said no, because it just didn't make sense. We get numbers of offers of people wanting to do stuff on Valuetainment as sponsorship that we say no to because it doesn't match what we stand for. And so we stay true to the audience because the audience comes and says, if we ever do any kind of sponsorships, you'll know. I support what that brand is. I'm going to say, I support this brand. Here's what I think we ought to do with this brand. And you'll say, wow, Pat's actually sponsoring somebody right now because we use that product or we believe in our product. Don't prostitute your brand. Your followers will appreciate you if you don't prostitute your brand. Number six, study your data and test. Actually look at the numbers. How many minutes do people stay on with you? When you're writing an article, how many views it got? How many people stayed on? Did they get off? You know, did they comment? Did they not comment? What's going on good on what time? What time when you posted? This time works for you. Maybe nine o'clock isn't a good time because we're Eastern, Central, Pacific. You gotta look at all that stuff with your data. When you look at the data and you say, wow, this is actually good for us to start posting it like this. And I like this. By the way, when we first started, it was about creating one content per month. That's what I committed to. One blog I wrote per month. Then I went to writing once a week. It was on a Sunday night. That's how we started. And then it was one video a week. For a year and a half was one video a week then two videos a week, and then we got specific. But we tested a lot until we got to where we're at today. Next, show your mistakes and be vulnerable. My gosh, I cannot tell you how many mistakes we've made. One of the favorite videos of Aitainer is the video I made, 12 mistakes I made as an entrepreneur. If you haven't watched it, I think it's like a blue uh, 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 thumbnail. You can go watch it. It talks about the mistakes I made. If you only talk about everything you do right, it's a turnoff. You got to talk about a lot of the mistakes you made because there's there's no way in the world anybody makes it to the top of their game or does good at anything without having made a lot of mistakes. People, believe it or not, want to know more about the things you did wrong and the things you did right. Believe it or not, people want to hear your mistakes more than the things you did right. Next, focus and stay consistent. If you say once a month, commit to once a month and stay focused. If you say once a week, do it once a week. Can you imagine if the news was supposed to report every night at 8 o'clock, one day they say, oh, we were late today, 9.30. Ah, we're not going to do it today. We're going to go tomorrow. You know, it's okay. They can't do that because then you wouldn't take them seriously. Your audience wants to see a trend with you. The more focused you are and consistent, they know every Monday morning, like this last week, we were late on motiv uh, Motivation Monday by four hours. You know how many messages we got? If there's anything I can't stand when we do is when we're late on an episode. Why did we go late? It was an issue that I made a decision to go late on a video that we already had prepared. It was already edited. It wasn't a mistake on our team. Myself, I woke up at 5 o'clock, I said, this video is not going live. I came back, I told the guys, we're reshooting, I shot a video early in the morning, after I did my cardio, and then we put it up, four hours later, I said, we're late, but this is the video going out. But you got to know that your audience, how many people told us, Pat, you guys are late, where's it at, where's it at, where's it at? And then we went live with them, we apologized for being late with them. Number nine, challenge them to question your views. For instance, here's what I think LeBron should be doing. Do you agree with me, do you not agree with me, tell me your thoughts. Here's what I think needs to happen with business. What do you think about it? Put your thoughts below. Here's what I think I need to be doing with this. Ask for people's thoughts, whether they agree with your views or not, because you're going to find some stuff that's going to help you out as well, especially as you're coming up first and you're not an influencer yet and you want to get a lot of dialogue. That is a good way to get participation. Now, last but not least, content you create that's for today versus evergreen, meaning if I talk about stuff that's relative only for today's news, it's only for today's news. You ain't going to watch it two years from now. But if it's content I create that is evergreen, it's going to last a long time. What is the pro-con of both? Here's all it is. If you create a content that has to do about today, it immediately gets a lot of hits. Immediately. But it only lasts for one day or two days. Okay? 
So it goes like this, boom, and then it's flatline, okay? That's still a benefit because people want to know your views. But if you create an evergreen content, it may go like this, but it'll last forever. 5, 10, 20 years from now, they're still going to be watching it. Think about How to Win Friends and Influence People, the book that was written many, many years ago. 80, 90 years later, people are still reading that book because it's evergreen. A thousand years from now, people are going to want to learn how to win friends and influence people. So evergreen versus trendy today. You can pick and choose which way you want to go. Those are some of the rules when it comes down to creating content. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five-star. Write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick David, And I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.